Hambone, I'm going to leave this up to you, man. I'm going to leave this up to you as my trusted co-host. Mm -hmm. I think we may need a to be continued. We're going to have a to be continued. We are. We're going to have it. That's we're going to have it. Oh. That's it. We're doing a to be continued. To be continued. We're doing this in two episodes. Jedediah, you ready? You ready? to part two, yes. the first ever To Be Continued podcast on Dreamer Cigars, and we are going to have a different cigar for you guys. Today, we are going to smoke The Medalist by Alec Bradley, but first, as always, I am your host, Adam Gard, aka AG the Dreamer. And I'm your co-host, Logan Hamilton, aka Hambone, and we still have... <laughs> Jedediah Jocelyn on our podcast, on our To Be Continued. Jedediah, what kind of cigars? This is, a, this is obviously, this is an Alec Bradley, but what are we going to get out of this medalist? So, yeah, I am Jedediah with Alec Bradley Cigars. So, this is the, the medalist, Honduran cigar, Honduran tobacco, and you're going to get creamy, as you were, were talking about before we went live, you know, a little bit of hay. Mm -hmm. To me, it's got more of a mild, it's very... <laughs> <laughs> it's a very mild cigar. So what's great about this cigar and a lot of the mild cigar that Bradley does, it's a great coffee cigar, but it's also, it goes well with a cocktail. So what a lot of people mistake, a lot of, one of the biggest mistakes and myths in the cigar world is the stronger the cigar, the more flavor. The stronger you get with the cigar, the more the nuance you lose. Interesting. So, I haven't heard that before. So what's great about a mild cigar is you get to actually appreciate you're not just getting hit, you know, in the face with a shovel. You get the flavor, the notes, you get to pick out the different notes. And so I also might add there's so many tasting notes that people overlook. And I was giving uh, I was giving a I don't know how, how you say a tasting of it. We're doing a cutting and lighting, and I was going over the different tasting notes. There's so many different tasting notes, and if you think it, you're not wrong. There is no wrong tasting note. Right, and I've, I, I actually looked up before this. We we started off. What do we got? The tasting tasting notes. notes. We're looking at tangerine, which I can't say I've ever. Tangerine. Hey, that goes I, with the. Uh, that goes with. We're gonna have. On this second part, we're gonna have a nice Cutters Cigar and Spirits, old fashioned, oh, yeah. classic with the, if you've never seen the charred, nice charred, yeah, I'm, mine, mine's stuck in there. A nice charred orange. It's important, smoke glass, all the above. And that should go well with that tangerine taste. Bread, which I don't think I've ever, I've heard in a cigar, I don't think I've ever gotten it out. So, hey, a little melt coffee, and they say pepper on the tip, which is rare with a lighter cigar. Have you already cut? I have. So, we, we didn't talk about it on the last one because we just got so caught up in everything we were doing. This time we will talk about okay. the different cuts, okay? We got the V cut with Logan, the straight cut Here, angle with it, me. Angle it where they can see the... Right, and we got a... Yeah, you gotta go ahead and I'm gonna do punch the, it. I'm gonna do the punch cut. He's gonna do the punch, and we'll talk about because you do get a different experience with yeah. each cut. So it's the difference. A lot of people ask, what's the difference? Hold on, before you like that, a lot of it is the draw. Most of it's the draw and the concentration Agreed. of the flavor and the smoke. But uh, what do y'all get on the cold draw? Yeah, I forgot about the cold draw. That's a good point. I am getting the tangerine. I'm getting bread. Weird hay. 
Really? It's the weirdest. I you said hey, and I thought hey, and then I got hey. I'm actually but getting it's, hey. It's not a weird thing when you say hey. I've never actually had someone right. say you're gonna get a, a hey taste in a cigar. I've never actually heard that before. But now that you say it, and now that I have the the cold draw, it's. I actually do taste that, and it's, it. it's pretty good. All right, so, I can't wait. Can I light it up? You may. So oh, it is very good. important to back in this tip. It's very important to cold draw. Uh, another tip back in this tip. Please don't be surprised if you get a little bit of tobacco on the tongue. You'll see me during the podcast. I'll just get the tobacco out of my mouth. It's because you're cutting a leaf in your mouth. So I am getting well, the tangerine. I had never heard that as a tasting note, honestly. And you're getting it. Yeah. And you haven't even had a drink yet. No, I haven't even, and I haven't uh, lit well, up. So, you know, we talked about the light. Good light up. Before, yeah. right? Watch, watch. I want the audience to see. This is a smaller flame. It is a tri-flame, but it is a smaller flame. Watch how far away, but the heat lights a cigar. Okay, I'm not even close to it. So turn towards me so they can see the, the distance. You'll notice how far he is from there. That's how you light your cigar. You do not need to shove that flame. The butane lighters, the torch lighters, your good lighters are always going to be able to get that heat up there. And that's really important. And you'll never want to use a big lighter. You'll never want to use a big lighter. That's important. It, it, it really is important. And you know, I got asked this question the other day. They were like, if I only have a big lighter, should I have a cigar? It'll, it'll take so the tasting notes a little bit. Here's my opinion. Go ahead. I want to hear this. It depends on where you are. Are you trying to get in a cigar because you're trying to get in a cigar? Mm -hmm. Or is that just the only thing you have and you're with a buddy that you haven't seen in a long time and it's the experience of the cigar, not really the cigar notes and all that itself that you're trying to get? Then I say go for it. Mm -hmm. I, I will. I still, I, I would. I would still light it, if, if that's all I had, if I didn't have a cutter and I had a Bic lighter and I'm sitting there with a buddy that I haven't seen in a long time, I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna cut my cigar unlike any of us did. I'm gonna go ahead and bite the end off and I'm gonna light it with my Bic lighter because I, like we talked about on the, on the last episode, I think cigars are almost more, once you get to appreciate it, it's a little different, but I still feel like it's more than the cigar. It's about the experience. Yeah, I agree. I now definitely you, agree. You, you, you smoked your bourbon, but that, 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 that's kind of my staple, so I think I'm going to have to go ahead and, and do that too. Mm, I like that. So, so back to the big conversation, mm. the good news is... I never recommend someone light with something like that because of you're breathing in different chemicals, right, than the butane. I agree with that. But the good news is most of that goes away when you get, you know, get in a little bit. That has to do with the initial draw, the initial inhale, uh, you know, when you draw in. Right. So good news is that goes away. It so, will, it will change the taste. I am getting the hay, by the way. All right, so I am getting the hay. We've introduced bit. the cigar. What now? We've introduced the cigar. Okay, so I want to get right into it. I have a couple more questions for you, and I'm very curious about a couple more things. So, number one is your greatest asset in the cigar industry. You know, you're a rep for Al Bradley, and I want to know what is your greatest asset in the cigar industry? What would you say is your greatest asset going forward into it? So, as a rep, I represent the company Alec Bradley to the consumer or the retailer. So I don't go directly to the consumer, I go to the retailer, like right. you know, the cutters of the yeah. industry. Yeah. Honesty. 
Ooh. Honesty. Could you explain that a little further? Well, the difference between me talking cigars to you is I might talk tobacco, I might talk tasting notes, but when I talk to a retailer, I'm talking numbers. I'm talking logistics. I'm talking shipments. I'm talking POs. I'm talking their money, our money, our product. And it's so important, if I can't get something shipped, tell them I can't get something shipped. I sat down with Alan Rubin and my boss, Mike Sirota. I talked with these people. Thank I talked you. with Alec and Bradley. And each individually, separately, I asked them one-on-one, -on -one, what's the most important thing in this industry when I first started? Each of them independently answered. I could see them thinking about it. They said, communication and honesty. They said, just be honest. Well, and right now. coming from my background, I thought that was a no-brainer. But now that I'm in the industry, so many people in kind of behind the veil want to front. We're the best cigar. We can get you the product. All you want, yeah. And they write huge orders. And they, and I don't want to make this podcast about you know business so much. But in every industry, I think it's the same. My biggest asset is honesty. Because they can look up the tasting notes. They can look up the tobacco, right? They can call the office and get the, a price. But communication and honesty, and I think those are almost synonymous, it's got to be the greatest asset you can bring to any industry. So, so to all those dreamers out there, I love that. Yeah. is yeah. if you've got an issue, whether it's in your relationship, and by the way, relationships can be business, they can be uh, um, uh, uh, domestic, is to be honest, transparent. If there's an issue, man, Mike, I got some. I have the most amazing client base and customers. I tell them when I have an issue. I tell them, hey, whether it was COVID, whether it was we did, we were short staffed, or hey, man, I'm having trouble printing labels. I just tell them. So my greatest asset and what has opened doors for me, praise the Lord, it's helped me, you know, be authentic, mm -hmm. which is valued now in this industry or valued now in this generation more than ever is honesty. Then they know you can be trusted. Yeah, so you talk about, you know, you said you get it from where you come from. Tell us about your story. What, where, where did you come from? How did you get to where you are today? And why did that separate you as far as, you know, the cigar industry in, in its whole is mostly honest and all, like, like we, we've talked about the culture is probably incomparable to any other culture right but there is still people that are alive there's people that, what about you and how did you get that where did you come from that got gave you that honesty that integrity all that sort of stuff what's your story well Adam I was blessed in that the way I was raised the values I was raised with the values my parents my mother my father my pastor my friends my mentors raised me with those values are appreciated, useful, and needed in this industry almost more than any other industry. And I never would have seen them put together. When I was younger, I would have never seen myself as a cigar rep. But the values I was raised with are almost, uh, they work throughout time. They work throughout different industries. Uh, so to go back further, I was raised in a Christian household. I'm very grateful for that. I was raised with five siblings. Okay. My parents are still married. I'm one of six. Adam boy. I'm one of six. There you go. I've got five siblings, one of six, and my all from the same parents. Yep. And um, I'm blessed because I know not everyone has had that opportunity. Yeah. I, 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 I'm thankful for my parents that they, they've stayed married almost, I believe it's 40 years now. Wow. That's and awesome. so I had a great home structure. 
My father taught me work ethic, honesty. It was funny because growing up, you could make a mistake and that might get the wrath of your father. But the greatest mistake you could make is to lie about that. Mm -hmm. He'd rather know the honest truth. And me and I have had the opportunity to work in logistics. And we may or may not talk about this on this podcast. I've, I've worked in log uh, logistics, real estate, warehousing, uh, even, even retail. And you know, wow. like we talked about, honesty. If you mess up, if you screw up, You've just got to be honest, whether it's with your consumer, your customer, with your boss, with your, your, you know, your coworkers. We're all human. So I was fortunate enough to, my father taught me work ethic. My mother, one of the principles I live with to this day, and I tell my mother all the time, I'm still angry at her. <laughs> she used to quote all the time uh, the scripture verse, and, and, and that was very important in my childhood, and still is today. She said, whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do with thy might. Straight out of the Bible. And I'll, man, I'll drop, I'll drop a piece of trash on the ground and want to leave it there. And my mother's word, i.e. the Bible's words, will come back to my mind. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do. I'm entering in an order or, I, or I'm doing something, you know, and I want to do the, the quickest route. And I have no problem with, you know, if you can cut some corners, fine. But never cut quality. And my mother's words ring loud. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do with thy mind. You know, I think that is your greatest asset. Well, because saying it, looking at you and hearing you say it, I can see that you have a passion for that and those things that you were brought up with. And I can definitely relate to that as well. You know, I was brought up in the same way. Honesty. You know, your integrity is what matters most. Yeah. You know, if you lose that kind of a man are you after that yeah and I can definitely relate to that so I have a, a beautiful appreciation I know Adam was raised like that as well yeah um, so we, we definitely have an appreciation this is a great example of what cigars can do most definitely yeah. we so, met on, on because of cigars and, and, and that's just people. proof to what we said earlier exactly we share certain values right now Logan something you said made me think too many times, especially when you're young upstarts, dreamers, and, you know, ambitious, enthusiastic, so worried about your reputation. People don't realize that your integrity comes first. It does. The reputation is what follows. So you can't, something I want people out there to understand, I cannot control what others think about me. I do have enemies. I do have people that just dislike me. I cannot control what other people think about me. All I can control is my actions. Because I, I love that. I've tried varying strategies, right? How to, to act around certain people. And they're going to perceive me based off of their own biases, based off of the way they were raised, the way their, their own guard, their guard is up. But all, So if I could say anything, and I know this is a, a dreamer's podcast. Absolutely. For, for doers and, and dreamers and people who want to become something and do the most with their life. Right. Is... Your integrity comes first, right? Absolutely. It sure does. And your, your reputation follows. But what people skip and they don't realize, and I've had to learn this the hard way, is there are times I'm, I'm worried about my reputation, and bam, the first time someone slanders me, I think, well, there goes my reputation. Well, don't focus on your reputation. Focus on integrity, honesty, communication. Your reputation will follow. The re exactly. And what's so gratifying is finding someone who was your enemy, simply meaning they had preconceived notions about you. If you're energetic, if you're ambitious, people will have preconceived notions about you. But hold true to your integrity. 
Care for the underdog. Care for your fellow man. Follow up on your word. Those things matter more than your reputation. And then slowly, the greatest reputation is when you influence and, and make yeah. friends and influence people, right? right. It's when you're able to turn an enemy, those are the best friends, is the ones that have their preconceived notions about you, and they switch them. I couldn't agree more. And, and this, this goes into something that I've said before, is the, the who you are and how you present yourself, like, you know, it's so important as far as, you know, first impressions, all this sort of, like, I've met so many people in the cigar industry, and I have to give a shout out to La Tradition Cubana. They provided us with this box of nice, beautiful, fantastic beautiful. cigars. We've got our logo on it, and you can get your own custom. I, I'm going to have to sit here. I'm going to have to let Logan and I go ahead and just talk about these guys, talk about our sponsors, La Tradition Cubana. They are, they are so awesome. They've been so helpful. They've been, they've given more than they've wanted to receive, yeah. and that's so important. That Just give, beautiful. give, give, and if you receive, then that's great, but give, 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 and they've done amazing. So I here's sure a word have. from our sponsor, La Tradition Cubana. We want to talk to you guys about La Tradition Cubana. They are based out of Miami, an original Cuban family, but they migrated to Miami, and they have fantastic cigars, so make sure you're checking them out at LaTradicionCubana.com. And we're back on Dreamer Cigars Podcast. So Jedediah, we've talked a lot about your origin, how you got into cigars, all that good stuff. I am curious about one thing. Okay. The struggles. We've talked about the good things and, and the positives, but I think people can learn a lot from the struggles and what makes you who you are, you know? So what is the biggest struggle that you have learned to overcome through your time in the cigar industry? That is a that is a difficult question. Mm -hmm. Re-ask it. I know you probably don't have a lot of guests. Yeah, yeah, no that's problem. Fine. No. Restructure that. So yeah, it's the struggle. So what's your the, the biggest struggle? My life obstacle. or cigar? So, so the through, cigar industry. Right through the cigar industry. Your, the biggest your obstacle that you have hurdled and overcome. Yeah. And so people people look I at. I think I have the answer. People look at people. Okay, you work in the cigar industry. That looks like a glamorous lifestyle. Right, you right. smoke cigars all day. Mm -hmm. But there's a struggle to it, like there is in any job. What is it? I think I have the answer. I always, I always promote being authentic, being yourself. Right. But I want to say something, and then I'll qualify it. And that is, know your audience. There's two great laws, and that is, first of all, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart that I live by. Mm -hmm. And secondly is love thy neighbor as thyself. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. And it's so easy to walk into a room projecting what you want to project. Because in your mind you've convinced yourself that that's me, I'm authentic, that's my brand, that's who I am, that's what I'm about. But is that truly loving your neighbor as yourself? Because that's saying, what is it do I want to project? That's not asking, what do these people in the room need? So what's the struggle? The biggest struggle is walking into a room and being what I thought. You it, should be. It's being, excuse me, it's, it's walking into a room and being what I want it to be. And I think if what I'm about to say applies to relationships, friendships, or, uh, business relationships, is walk into a room and ask yourself, what do these people need? Not what do these people want me to be, right? To some degree, we're all actors. To some degree, we have to project. But that's not a bad thing. 
So my biggest struggle is walking into a room and saying, okay, what do I want to be? And walking in there and being me and being this... Yeah. Pull it back. Yeah. When you come yeah. home from a hard day at work, if you're a married man, right? It's not, well, what do I need at this moment? What do I want to be? It's, what does she need? Right. What does the other person need? So when you walk into a client, it's not, what do I want to be? It's, what do they need? And I think that's exactly what the Bible referenced. That's exactly what I live by is, what does my neighbor, my fellow man, this podcast, these clients, what do they need? It's being my, selfless, essentially. Yes. I like that so but much. No. But there's such a depth of self-honesty. You've right. got to reel it back. It's yeah. so easy to convince yourself that these people want me to be me. That's super important. And that brings me to my next question. You know, you talk about you, you want to be what they need, right? Yeah, add value. Right. But what does the future look like for Jedediah? What? Where, where do you want to go from here? You know, and this is, this is the dreamer part, right? You're providing value. You want to provide value and value and value to every single person you meet every right. day, every business relationship, and so on and so forth. But what... You, you also have to have a plan for yourself because if you don't have a plan for yourself yeah. in the direction you're going in, then you're just lost. Yeah. Really, you, can, you can be the most motivated, hardworking person in the world, but if you don't know where you're going, you're just running really hard in place. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So what's, what's next for you? You've said you're a dreamer. You've said you know, all these great things, but what's, what's next for you? you know, where, where do you go from here? Where do you want to go from here? What, what's the future look like for Jedediah? Well, Adam, the short answer and probably the best answer is to continue to help people. There's something I, I love to do, and that is to help people find their purpose in life. My purpose is to help people find their purpose. And I get to have these little conversations. If the cameras weren't rolling, we'd still be having this type of conversation. Yeah, it'd yeah. be the same thing. For and sure. cigars are simply a Wait, medium. Wait, those cameras? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we in the Matrix? So, <laughs> so cigars are simply a medium. They bring us together, but then set them down. What happens next? Uh, the future for Jedediah, God willing, is that I can continue to share my story or what I've learned and to help the next guy up. I don't. I don't care to. Super important. I don't care to be some sort of image that people worship or some some great hierarchy that someone sees and attains to be. No, if I can just help the next guy move past me just a little bit, then I'll keep continue climbing. I think that's a definition of selfless. It's yeah. it's my goal, right? We're all we're all selfish by nature, but my goal, Logan, is to help people find their priority. Yeah. My priority is to help people find theirs. And if I can help people just make the net. If people would realize, sure, you can have goal, you can have dreams, you can have aspirations. Set those as a, as a target, but then focus on the next step, the next rung in the ladder. I love that. If that's, you, can, if you awesome. can major on the minor, if you can major on the minor, and I had someone tell me this, a mentor in this industry, I said, how do I be the best? He said, just be good at the little stuff. So if I can help the next Adam or Logan or, or whoever, right? Yeah. If I can help anyone not be me, not reach my, my status, because I don't have much of a status, even if their status is technically higher than mine, if I can just push them up a little bit higher, 
or if there's someone kind of behind me, if I can pull them up a little higher, if I can help someone to the next step, I get such satisfaction. So even then, it's still a little selfish because I appreciate the process. I remember those people that helped me get one step forward, and they burn in the back of my mind, forefront of my mind, rather, the people who helped me make it to the next step. And when you, to all you dreamers out there, when you make it to the next step, your vision alters just slightly. You have this idea of what you want to be. You have this idea of what you want to achieve. And then when you get one step closer, it narrows. Bingo. I mean, that's, that's, that, that was a, a, an amazing way to articulate that. And it's got me so fired up. We're not even to the end of the cigar, but my fingers are burning. <laughs> okay, fingers burning. My fingers are burning. He knows. I know what this means. He knows what it means. got to check on AG's fingers. It means they want to get rid of me is what well, it means. No, it doesn't mean. <laughs> It means we have some very important questions. So, Logan, what, what is the first finger-burning question of today? First finger-burning question, well, that, that has a beautiful purpose, by the way. I love that. Really? I absolutely admire that, Jedediah. Um, I, I'd love to talk more about that. We're definitely going to after podcast. Well, after podcast. You guys don't get to see that. Right? Yeah, but we don't want Adam's fingers to burn off. That's so. behind the paywall. <laughs> <laughs> first finger-burning question. We're going to pull up. The randomizer. the randomizer. Hit the randomizer. Okay. Let's see what it is. Ooh, I like this one. Jedediah, if you were a cigar yourself, okay? If, if I was a cigar. If you yeah. were a cigar, oh, wow. what type of cigar would you be, and what would you be called? I love this question. Oh, my word. What would you be called? Isn't what that type crazy? of cigar? I've never heard a question anything like, if I was a cigar. Yeah. What type what of cigar? What would you be? Would you be a... Harsh cigar would you be like you can you can go anywhere you can go okay. maybe a Maduro. Would so you can I name the cigar? cigar I have in mind? Well, and the last yeah the, the second part of the question yes. is your so name. So I once smoked a cigar. I believe it was about a Corona size. So you're a Corona. Okay. No, I'm a short dude. So oh, I like it. Like <laughs> your Instagram. So. That short guy, 94. Shameless plug. Bingo. So if I was a cigar, you're a Corona. Now what's your name? You know, can back to the more philosophical answer. I've learned that in life, we pass people by. We rub shoulders. It's very rare that we spend long amounts of time. Some of my greatest and dearest friends, I passed by, there was a connection, and now I've moved on. I moved to Atlanta. They're back in Florida. They're back wherever. Uh, so it'd be a short story. It'd be a smaller cigar. I like the Corona. It's one of my favorite size cigars. And I remember the cigar I smoked. Uh, it was the Fonseca by my father. And because where I was in life, it really struck me. And it was uh, floral, piney, citrusy. Yeah. It was almost flamboyant. It was bursting with flavor. Uh, and I know that my personality, it, it's, Resentful. I'm not saying it's a great personality. It's just not lackluster. It's who you are. You might hate me, you might love me, but you will feel some emotion. <laughs> and it was about a Corona size. Um, if I was a cigar, I think it'd be one with that would you know have a lot of flavor, Burst of but be short smoke. Okay. And here's why: it's not about. I don't want it to be about me. I don't want them to walk away and say, "Wow, Jed was a great guy." Right. Although 
I love that opinion about myself, I would love for people to think well of me. Right. I found so much more value when people walk by and say, wow, I'm ready to take on the next step. I love that. I like that. So I love that. Quick, that's, that's, quick, getting, you quick, keep getting me going. <laughs> a quick smoke. There's going to be flames coming from my fingers. We don't need soon, that. Man. A quick smoke that keeps you going. There I you go. It. I love it. I love it. I, wait, but what would you be called? What's the name? Oh, yeah. Oh, what would oh, you be called? Oh, 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 hothead. I like that. <laughs> that's good. I'm, I'm All right. full of energy. I'm full of dreams. Hothead. If I could name my own cigar, it would be hothead. to your humidor. That's the fantastic. Corona hothead. That's there fantastic. we go. I got to ask the next question. Who or what? And I'm going to have to ask you to keep this close or keep this short because my fingers are burning and I know we can talk about this for hours. Who or what inspires you the most? So Simple I, name and why. First of all, I've got us. There's so many people. That's exactly. an unfair I, question. Yeah, yeah. I know. Real quick. My fingers are burning though. Real, Help me out. Real quick. Chris Harper with Perdomo Cigars was the one who, he helped me get this job. And I know in 50 years, this job might seem minute, but he's the one that helped me get this job. He said, you need to apply. He put in a good word for me. So That's I was important. like, this, but awesome. who inspires me? Yeah. It's people that are hurting. Because I know what it's like to be in the flea-infested tin can of a trailer trying to figure out how, if I think I'm, I'm destined for greatness and I'm living in this such poor environment and I've been there, the one who's broke and, and literally has $5 to his name and has to show up for work, I've been there. And I know what that's like and I know the pain. So to see people in pain, that inspires me. Because I, I know, I, I know that they can get past it and that once they do, their eyes are gonna open and that the, the joy in life, what it's like to be truly happy, and I and I yeah. am, what it's like to be truly happy, it's the people that are hurting and that are scared and that are lost. That's who I wanna help. I love That's that. inspiring. Dreamers, That's you out there, That's go beautiful. reach out to what is it, the short guy before? That short guy 94. That, that short, short guy, guy 94. I've had so many seriously. strangers message me, and those are some of the greatest That's important. You guys, seriously, go reach out to him. You've heard his story. You've heard it right here. He wants to help you. He wants to bring you up. So seriously, reach out to me. If you're There's struggling, you're in that situation, he'll help you. i got more cigar out. here. Come on. I know. I know. I know. We're, we're, we're figuring it out. But, I, I, but our we, fingers are burning over here. Our fingers are burning, man. They're burning too bad. They're burning with passion. So we're going to get the last finger burning question here. Go ahead. And we'll close out. So last finger burning question, Jedediah. Excuse me. What is the most cigar ah. that you've smoked in one day? Oh. Woo. This is a little less deep. This is a little more fun. This, yeah, I was right. This most is, cigars. This is more fun. One day. We gotta finish it off a little, little. I will answer it first by not answering your question. I average, oh God. if I had to guess what I average, is three to four. Okay. My, the most I've smoked in one day is eight cigars. Eight cigars. And I maintained that for a while. That's actually, okay, so you smoked eight it's cigars not like a I day for a while. Me. Yeah, I mean, I've done that. So, But you've never been like, not even purposely, purposefully, but you've said, or like you accidentally or you just were having a good time and you were like, I smoked like 20 cigars today. And I must add, it was not out of habit. I just enjoyed it and I was going and I... So to all you dreamers out there, I must say, there's no greater feeling than sitting in your bed, reading a book, smoking a cigar. There's very few chances you'll have because what your living situation, exactly. Airbnb, hotel. I was blessed to have a situation where I was able to smoke in the bed, reading a book, 
and I felt like freaking Winston Churchill. <laughs> I, he, I knew he was going to bring that up. Yeah, I everybody felt like, does. And I said, this is, this, I feel like a king. So eight cigars, I was, uh, I remember it. I remember saying, I just smoked eight cigars. And I, I haven't met anyone yet that said a higher number, but it's not like I was trying yeah, for it. I haven't, I haven't yeah. tried for it. So eight cigars. Um, but it's usually an important day. Like you said, you remember that. Like for me, it's seven. Okay. Right? But I beat him. Yeah, he did. He I went. beat the dreamer. <laughs> But mine, mine, you know, like for so long, my aspiration was to make the NFL. I had that dream since I was probably like two years old. My dad almost made it. I wanted to make it. Hear that? And I, I mean, Logan knows my story more than most. Like high school, like I'd skip this and that because I had to go eat to try and gain weight and blah blah blah. And yeah, exactly. Now, now I'm good. But like the the seven cigars was my last football game ever. Right. And it was, he was a middle school kid. (laughs) It was my last college football game ever. I literally ended the game. It was in Minnesota. It snowed four inches during the game and six inches before the coldest game I've ever played in. But it was, it was such a momentous point in my life, all this sort of stuff to where I'll never forget it. And I didn't smoke the cigars because I wanted to say, I'm going to remember this day. I'm going to smoke seven cigars. I, I had so much joy looking back on my, my football career, all this sort of stuff that I've done, I've accomplished, I've pushed through, all this sort of stuff. But I just kept enjoying the night. And I, ne- like, I didn't even think, oh, let me grab another cigar because I need one. I just I had one because I was enjoying the experience. So that's, I love that. That's really that's cool. Beautiful. That's really do, cool. Like that. I've got to ask, do we have enough time on the cameras? to? to I want to ask you some questions. All right. All right. Let's, let's do it. Let's so I've watched this. I mean, oh, there we go. you're the first one right. to have we're, it we're to be continued. Now. First one to have it to be continued. First one to ask us some questions. We're the guests on Jedi. Listen, Wait, are your fingers burning? What's or you that? just Look, want to ask? My fingers are burning. <laughs> 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 you moved it up. Oh my God. Uh, so He's say his fingers I've watched some of your episodes. Okay. You've got a unique name in the podcast. Can you all hear me out here in the internet world? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got a unique name, the Dreamer Cigar Podcast. You've obviously got a vision for why you named it that. So my first question, because there are multiple, why Dreamer Cigar Podcast? So I think I'll have to take this. So yeah, Adam did originally start Dreamer Cigars Podcast. I had this idea five years ago. Okay, five years ago. Five years ago. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask the question minus the podcast word. Right. Go ahead. So five years ago, I had this question. Now, I guess minus the podcast word, it goes back to literally my when I was an infant I had I had a sign in my room that my dad had growing up he was an entrepreneur as well and he had in his office growing up or, or as an entrepreneur trying to do big things and he was very successful in doing this he had this sign that I still have in my cigar corner today that just has dream and I he gave me that without me knowing I knew like I, he told me like two years ago and I've had this in my room everywhere since like I can remember since I was an infant that dream has been in my mind and when when I started becoming an entrepreneur this and that you know I have there, there, there is several dreamer um, businesses that exist I have dreamer marketing dreamer fitness this is dreamer cigars the dreamer company owns all these the dreamer means so much to me because that, that's what I want to know dreamer means so much to me because one it's who I am 
I, since the beginning, since since I, before I was born, my dad has had this thing in his head, and it just it's in my blood, the dreamer thing, and the. I think that today's society, today's world, needs dreamers more than anything because people need to believe in the impossible. Yeah. People need to have dreams. Go for it. Like, if you looked at me now and I told you I wanted to be an NFL linebacker, you'd laugh. Yeah. Right? And they did it throughout my entire career. They laughed. This and that. And, that. and, and you know, I had the chance to play D1 football. I was grateful for that. And then, and then that felt like this. But the dreamer... And this is my. This is what I'll say last because I can talk about this for hours. You, you got me on my own soapbox. Yeah, batteries. <laughs> but the dreamer is not about the destination. You know, you always talk about this dream, that dream. I've had several dreams in my life. I wanted to be in the NFL. I wanted to do this, that. My dream is my day-to-day life. The process. The dream is the process. The process. The dream. Cigars. Yeah, and, and cigars are such a big part of that, and that's why Dreamer Cigars, I wanted to start it so bad. Five years ago, I had this idea. You know, I was like, man, I, I had the dreamer thing going on. My my dream, my whole aspiration is similar to you. I want to be a speaker. I want to be a motivational speaker. You know, not kind of motivational speaker is kind of like this weird realm. It catch, it, it it's a out. weird realm, yeah, but yeah. but mostly just a speaker that helps people, helps people find their passion, and helps people realize that they're not stuck in a box. Oh, that is, if people could catch that. That's important. Some people live their entire lives not realizing that Your they dream, don't have to be stuck. A dream is never in a box. So can I ask a follow-up question? One more. Yeah. One more, One more question. One more question, and then we're out of time. Okay, it'll be a two-parter, and you'll figure out how the time works. Okay, we'll do it quick. We've got to do it quick. All right, so. So it says John. John's, John is, he's got he's to do it for us. So I want you all to answer this both together. You go first. What do you want the dreamers? These people that are watching, they've got that help. They're stuck. They feel stuck. They may, they may not be tuning in because they love cigars. They might be tuning in because you said dreamer. Right. What do you want them to take away if it was one sentence, one paragraph? I'll put it in two words. No limits. Mm. To me, what dr- a dreamer means to me is no limits. I realized growing up through my father's... Um, through what he's taught me growing up. We don't have limits. We only have the limits that we put on ourselves. I love that. So why would you put limits on yourself? If you have no limits, how far can you possibly go? It's infinite. It's never ending. And to me, the, that was the whole reason why I joined Adam in this venture, in this journey I love for that. Dreamer Cigars podcast and the Dreamer Company. It's because I don't see limits for myself. So I can go as far as I want to go. And I believe that any dreamer out there listening can go as far and create any success that they want to create. Anything that they want in life, they can have. You can have it. You just need to put no limits on yourselves. There's always a way to get there. You just need to find the way. There's always a way. It's hard to top that. Um, But it's a very, for, for me, it's a very similar thing, you know. Can I say, it's can, very similar to both of what you said. You know, you said your your thing is your, your purpose is to help people find their purpose. Yours is you know no limits. You know, it's 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 a combination of the both. I've I have always been known to my friends. This you know all the people that I've seen they they say, oh like Adam's just a motivated guy. Like I wake up, well I just changed it. I I, I was waking up at three fifty nine every day. Ooh. 
working out what this, that, and the other thing, and I enjoyed it. But now, now I'm working out at 4:45. There you go. That's better. And and but it's it's all about the process, you know. Which can I can I say something to that, and then I'll let you take the floor. Yeah, yeah. To all the dreamers out there, like you said, there's no limits. Set the dream. Find what you want to do. Hmm. Enjoy the process. Exactly. Enjoy, it. Enjoy the process. And Enjoy that's the it. biggest thing. Is I've. That, that's what I want to, to leave to the audience. That's what I want to push to the audience, whether it's Dreamer Cigars or anything that I do, is I want, I want them to have the opportunity to think that they can become more than they ever could. I love that. It's a no limits thing and, no it's, limits. and it's a purpose thing. I love that. Whatever you want to do, you can do that one thing. Yes. Whether you love, if you love paper, you know, go work for Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> cigars if you love wood if you whatever it is that you love the beauty of the world we live in today is that you literally have no limits and your purpose you can take that now you may have to go through that what you did right you may have to live in trailer parks you may have to be homeless you may have to do this your family may not believe in you this that but appreciate that appreciate that because someday you'll be just like you came through that Right? Mm -hmm. Someday you'll be where you want to be and just believe. My my number one number one word is dream, right? Second one is believe. Believe. Because believe you can be there. And and I gotta leave it off on that because you're gonna get not not only are my fingers are burning, my There might be a third episode. My my whole body's burning. I'm just I'm dying right here. So I think that this has been fantastic. Beautiful way to end the episode tonight. Beautiful way to end the episode. Guys, I've had a blast. Jedediah, we really appreciate it. We're gonna have to Thank you. I've had a blast. Thanks, dreamers. Well said for that last statement. Well said. Hell yeah. Wait. Oh. Do we have to clap?